My name is Thomas J. Bepko, and I've been in the mortgage and real estate industry for over 17 years. I've hit rock bottom and been able to come back with a vengeance through gratitude, consistency, and resilience. Through the same principles, I've been able to grow my teams, scale my businesses, and mentor others to do the same. It's going to be about Thomas Bethko's story, about my story. Certain things that drive people, and, and I believe that there's a rare breed out there, and some of them don't even know that they have. 16th year in the business, I started taking social media seriously. Immediately, I saw the results. You have to help people. You have to do the right thing a day at a time. Through my experience, I can help a lot of people. A lot of people can relate to the things that I've been through. We want to take you and push you to that limit to get you to where you want to be. And all I knew how to do was work. I knew how to work hard. I just didn't stop no matter what life threw at me. What's up, everybody? I'm Bethel Podcast. I've got a very special guest today, Mr. Al DeGuido. The owner, nice of, to be Al, here. The owner of Al's Angels, Saw the Tuck Suites. He does a lot of stuff, and I'm starting to get to know Al, right? So, but I want to see if let everybody see. You guys did a lot of great stuff for us already. It's unbelievable. Uh, well, we appreciate that. And we're gonna and we're gonna and we're gonna keep doing it. I, that that's what we do. Part of my why we gotta get back. Can't keep what you don't can't give away, right? So we wanna we wanna give back. So we appreciate it. Um so I wanna get let's get to know you a little bit. So if, who's out? Let's hear so it. So I was a guy from uh, Brooklyn, New York. I was born and raised in Brooklyn. Okay. One, of, one of seven kids. My dad was a New York City police officer. Uh my mom was a was a homemaker and she took care of seven kids which was a full-time job yeah, that's a three full-time job yeah, right. so it's so, seven full-time jobs yeah really <laughs> so yeah when my dad told me when i was 13 years old i had like aspirations that i wanted to go to college and he said college what are you talking about college at 13 he said if you're gonna go to college i'm making twenty-seven thousand dollars as a cop in new york uh you gotta start working so i always tell a story that i on my uh, 13th birthday, my mom and I went down to the Labor Department down in Brooklyn Heights. I got my working papers, and that afternoon, I, uh, I started working at a deli in Brooklyn right outside of the, uh, this, the, uh, the BMT subway. Never looked back. I've always been working. It was, it was part of my DNA. Yeah. I work. From my experience, too, I've worked as well since I was 14. Got kids that stuff. No, yeah. no, no. Right. No. People go, oh, you know, you you just turned 65. Are you ready to... I said, what are you talking about? It's like, you know, there's stuff to do. There's always stuff to do. Yeah. Too much. Too much to do. Not enough time in the day. So right. I got, you know, I... Uh, I got married to my college sweetheart. I was 25. She was 23. We had three kids who, by the time, we were, like, in our mid to late 20s. And uh, now today I've got three kids and seven grandkids. Um, what's what's really kind of cool about what I've done, I've done a lot of different things. I've been CEO of a number of different companies. I've worked in the corporate world. Uh, but about 25 years ago, I was at an event in New Jersey. A buddy of mine invited me to an event. I said, hey, listen, you know, all the New York Giants are going to be coming to this event. And I said, what's it about? He goes, I don't really know, but my company, his company, bought a table. Why don't you come? So uh, I went to this place in Hackensack. And uh, sitting there, and all of a sudden, they said, you know, all the Giants with their Phil, Phil Sims, Lawrence Ta Taylor, Leonard Marshall, all the big players are getting autographs, all, you know, big geeky guys. And a uh, woman comes up, and she goes, hi, uh, could you all quiet down? We want to get to our program. I said, great. We all sit down. All of a sudden, the room, which got three, four hundred people, got really, really quiet. A woman comes up and says, hi, my name's Betty. Uh, my daughter's name is Charlotte. She's nine years old. She's dying of cancer. And uh, we're here today to raise money for her and to help her help us because, you know, we've been wiped out financially. And all of a sudden, like, it was like you could hear a pin drop in the room. And she left. 
And another woman got up and said, hi, my name's Susan. My son's name is Todd. He's 11 years old. He's dying of cancer. And my husband left us. And we're being wiped out financially. And I looked at my buddy Pete and I go, what the hell is going on here? What is this? He goes, I had no idea. I said, yeah, but what is this? How can people whose kids are dying of cancer stand up in front of strangers and, and uh, beg for money for food and for clothing and for all kinds of stuff? Because I had no idea. I said, that's not a good answer. This is the United States of America. We throw away billions of dollars and people who've got sick kids have got to beg for money. So that night, it was pouring rain. I'll never forget as long as I live. Driving home from New Jersey. I'm thinking about my kids at the time who were young and they were healthy and they were, you know, in their beds. And I had to pull aside of the road because, you know, have you ever been haunted by anybody? I believe I have, yes. I've Right? I mean, I've been feel. I feel haunting if that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. So that night, that many night, times. That, that night, the the words, "What if it were you?" haunted me. I pulled aside the road. I'm sobbing, like because I'm thinking of my healthy kids. I'm going, "What if it was me? What if my kids were dying? God forbid!" And yeah. and and I had to go beg strangers for money. What the hell would I do? Yeah. So I went home that night. Woke up my wife and said, "Listen." Um, I just had this unbelievable experience. We got to start doing something. She said, it's two o'clock in the morning. I go, well, I said, not now, but we're going to start doing it. But I, at the time, I worked for um, a company called Ziff Davis Publishing. I ran one of the biggest magazines in the world called Computer Shopper. And Bill Ziff was a philanthropist, big time philanthropist. He passed away a number of years ago. And I said to him, Bill, I want to go to guys like, you know, Bill Gates and Michael Dell and all these top guys in the IT sector. I don't want to run a fundraiser for this Hackensack Medical Center. He says, whatever you want to do, do. So we did. We raised $4 million the first year. Wow. Yeah. Good and, for you, uh, man. Helped Hackensack Medical Center. And then subsequent years raised a couple of million, two, three million dollars and helped. And was always focused on kids with cancer, rare blood diseases, and severe financial hardship. So people ask me all the time, hey, Al, Al's Angels, how does that get started? And all this other stuff. Do you have, you know, they kind of look at you sheepishly and go, uh, do you have a kid? And I go, no, no, no. I said, but I've been in enough uh, oncology facility and cancer wards and then held enough hands of enough kids that are there by themselves to go. You don't uh, need to experience it to know that you need to get back to yeah, those people. Yeah, right? I mean, look what you guys are doing. I mean, it's incredible. So the average person doesn't think that way. So I was blessed with healthy children. I'm blessed with healthy grandchildren. Yeah. But for me, it's always been that kind of haunting. Like yeah, when I go into those hospitals, man, it's incredible. Well, it's, there's nothing, nothing wrong. Then you got to act as, as if you are being haunted. I mean, I, I, I get we had connected when we had first met. And look, I, you know, when I think I have problems, I'm having a bad day. Like no, these no. people, these people have problems, right? The people that are suffering and from whatever it is, and obviously the kids. I have my two boys who are my family's my why, right? And they are healthy, God willing. And look, if it wasn't, either way, we gotta get back. And we had connected on that, and here we are. We did two events. Which but is keep, great. Keep, awesome. keep going. I, 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 I love this. So. No, no, but I, mean, I think that I think that that's, you know, all of us have different missions, right? You wanna have success in business, yeah. thank God. And you have success, you have success, I've had success. But to me, the legacy that we leave behind is kind of important. Absolutely. Especially like, you know, we're living in an area of Fairfield, Westport, other than Westport, where there's a lot of entitled people, right? And entitled kids. 
what I always wanted to indoctrinate in, into the kids and the people that I, that I work with, and we've been doing this for, like I said, 25, 26 years, is that as a member of the human family, you have a responsibility to give back, to help those that are needed. Even though you're not being touched, these people need help. I mean, it's just incredible. So They're still going to go through it. Your day's going to go on. They're still going to go yeah. through it. Yeah. I mean, we started out in my garage in Westport with, you know, 40, 50 families providing them with their Thanksgiving meals, their Hanukkah meals, Christmas meals in little bins. Yeah. And then we went around to, you know, Toys R Us at the time and, and bought toys for kids. Not little, you know, dinky things, but really nice toys for kids that didn't have them. And every time I say that, TJ, every time I say that, people say, I always wonder people listening would go, come on, man, this is the United States of America. How could it be that there are kids that don't have anything? No, no, I'm telling you, they have nothing. When you've been wiped out financially, when your medical bills less, are so out of, out of control. So this year, this past year, We've helped over uh, 20,000 children in the tri-state area. We've provided them with, the, with their gifts. God bless you, man. That's and over awesome. 3,200 families with, with uh, meal bins. And each meal bin has about $100 worth of groceries in it. And then we give it to them for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah. So we do, you know, 3,200, 4,000 meal bins. But every time we do it, I mean, the experience you get, and, and we've got thousands now of volunteers that come together to do this work. Um, every time you do it, you look into the faces of these people, you go, you know, what if it was me? What if it was you? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a roll of the dice. I mean, it can happen at any time too, right? right. So right. You know, life, nothing's guaranteed in life either, right? So shit happens as well, so. No, but I mean, you guys yeah. walk in the door, you know, didn't know you guys, and all of a sudden it's going, hey, listen, we, we buy into what you guys are doing, and here we want to do something spectacular, which is what you did, it was yeah. spectacular. There's Thank a lot you. of other, you. you know, and I say this all the time, and I know this is sounds self-serving, but, you know, I've been in the business world. I've been in the retail world. I've been in a lot of these different worlds. And there are very few businesses like yourself, truthfully, who who give back and do what you do. You roll up your sleeves. You get involved. You you do the heavy lifting on a lot of different, on what you did for us. Thank you. There are very few people that do that. So I say to everybody that's in my network, hey, listen, if you're going to go use a real estate company, a mortgage company, uh, a florist, a, you know, a liquor store, uh, a grocery store, right? Uh, go with the people that have demonstrated that they really give a damn about other people. Why, why would you go somewhere else where someone hasn't demonstrated that? Like, you know, with all due respect to Stu Leonard's and everything else, I mean, big, big business. He's never given us a dime. He hasn't given us a carton of juice. Okay, so we go to, um, you know, a uh, shop right over in Norwalk because the Singari family have been incredible to us. That was great. Right. I buy three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars worth of food through that company every year and they deliver everything. And, you know, it's it's all cost and everything else. I mean, so I appreciate I was, the kind words. I mean, and we, no, thank you. No. we appreciate that. Like it's sincere because I'm. I mean, it's, and we're going to keep doing it. We're going to. The bigger we get, the more we're going to get. Back. But I mean, the people who are listening should understand that okay. that you. you do that. That you don't have to do that. Most people, most other real. There's a lot of real estate places out there. A lot of mortgage companies out there. They don't do that. Supermarkets don't do that. So, so you as a consumer of whatever services you're having have a choice. Do you select the people who have demonstrated that it's not just lip service to them, but they, they actually back it up, support those people because they need those the support. We love the support. And 
look, we're I'm I can I can touch you here. Take my kids' dog. Yeah, right Sweet, we're right here. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the connection. I'm like very very grateful, and we are. I love that. I also look. I joined the U.S. Army to get out of Fairfield. And we can like I. Growing up here, it was it was a different place. I was a different person. Now, coming back here, I want I wanted to make an impact, right? I want to give back, and giving back is going to make an impact. It's going to help the community. It's going to it's it's just a good deed, right? You no, can't, it's a you tremendous can't keep what you have, right? If you don't give it back, so we, we're we're really excited. I can't wait. We want to do a holiday event. I don't know. if We even talked about that yet. We're going to yeah. do a toy drive, yeah, something yeah, big, yeah, yeah, right? We got. Yeah. I guess we got to start planning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but we definitely want to get you involved and. Yeah, we've done like so. We did uh, last year. We did twenty thousand toys. Okay. So. We do virtual toys, toy drives, yep. and things like that. And like I said, we're not buying like stuff that you can pick up at a Dwayne Reed. It's not like little tchotchke things. Because <laughs> what, what I've what I've come to realize is when it, when a kid, I mean, this is for a kid. We have we play go to uh, hospitals in the Bronx, St. Barnabas and Union Community Health, where you know I play Santa Claus and we have elves and everything else, but. You hear parents say to their kids, don't unwrap the gift because this is what we're going to put under the tree. This is the United States of America. These are kids that are ill and they're being told by their parents at these events, don't unwrap it. Don't don't so unwrap sad. it. That's so so put that in your, your head. But but the joy, see the part I, I hope you guys understand, those are the people that are listening understand is, when, when what you have done and what you continue to do and the things that you do for us, we love to have the fact that you see the whole spectrum, right? It's not like people can write checks. That's, that's, that's great. But, but the fact that you can connect writing the check to buying the gift, to delivering the gift, to seeing the impression is incredible. So that, that's what I try to indoctrinate into the young kids that come here is that connection. Everybody, that connection. Once you come to one of our events where we're doing meal bin assembly or we're going into a hospital to, to give stuff to, to kids, you, it changes your life. Absolutely. I mean, but you, I mean, God bless you for the military service you did and, you. and, the, and the commitment that you made to the country. There's not a lot of people that do that either. No. So I always like to be different. I mean, they had a, I, I joined the Army to get out of here, I, and then I came back, right? I, I wanted to get out of Fairfield. I didn't like it here. I was getting in trouble. I was hanging out with the wrong people. I was like, you know what? I'm out. Saw a video. Didn't have money for college. We went. I went. And I said I would never come back here. Why? I don't know. I, I, I was I – gr I grew up differently here, right? I, you know, I started going out. Was your family from here? Yeah, Bridgeport. Um, mom's from Bridgeport. Father's Fairfield. Uh, father went to prep in the U. So did my grandfather. Well, Jesuits um, and mother Bridgeport Marina Village, and then uh, North End. But uh, yeah, so we're lo I'm local, and I don't know. I, it was now it's a different place, and I'm just a different person, right? I love it here. Like it's one of the most sought after sought after places that I feel. No I've no lived doubt. all over. I've lived in San Francisco Bay Area. Would you have a perspective? Like, see, you have a perspective. I've been around. I came home. To my point. I came home. And there, to me, there's no better place. I'm never leaving, right? And people retiring. We could go Florida. I just like it here. So that's why well, I, I mean, I, it's I, another, I, another why, right? No, no, but yeah, same thing with me. I, mean, I grew up in uh, attached house in Brooklyn, New York, right? I mean, it's kind of like Brooklyn versus Fairfield County. Yeah. I mean, it's, like it's, people go, oh, they complain about this traffic. Are you, are you kidding me? We went out and played yeah, boxball in front of our house. We played, you know, three sewers, six 
Yeah, exactly, right? Concrete backyards. Yeah, exactly. Tar Beach. I mean, <laughs> it's just, you know. It's Tar like, Beach? I'm using it. I love it, that. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just kind of like you're worried about the parking and the fire, fireworks. Were you kidding me? Fireworks were like uh, on the street in front of the house with firecrackers. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, man. it's just uh, people, that's what, that's what kind of for me is don't lose perspective. If, if if you if if you have perspective and you have healthy children, God bless you. Yes. You you know, but to have that perspective to go, geez, there's a lot there's a lot of people out there that don't have that. I always say to these when I come out of these hospitals, man, I say, you know, they build these beautiful brick buildings and they you know, with all due respect to the nurses and doctors, they're they're great people. They're not the kids don't want to be there. When I'm playing Santa Claus and I say to them, What do you want? They go, I don't want to get out of here. Yeah. I want to be here. Well, they got yeah, they got all these superheroes so on their sad. walls and everything else. Yeah, yeah, but it's the way they want to live their life. Well, so they, they want to go and play. So sad. So, but we're bringing, and you are bringing. It's incredibly important because you guys, you guys have gotten involved with us, and there's a lot of great things you guys can be doing that anyone can be we're doing. We're going to continue to do. But what I'm saying to you, the impact of what you provide on a other human beings oh, changing should, lives exactly right and so you should always feel that way that Feed you write a check you do an event everything else is all good you have healthy kids but the impact is such an incredible thing to me it, why, why do I keep, people keep saying well, why do you do it why do you keep doing it why? because oh my god what we're doing the gift that we give and the, the fact that we work with people like yourself who allow us to do more it's unbelievable what can be done it's and if we don't do it, TJ, if we don't do it, who's going to do it? It's not going to get done. I, I'm always doing it. It's not going to get done unless I do it myself. Like the, my cousin yells at me every day because I have to go to shit. I'm a poet. It's my grandmother told me. Right? Like, look, you don't do it. It doesn't get done. Just do it yourself. Right? So let's just do it. Do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. How, so what's Al, Al Angel's website? So how can people find you? And, and you, go, you go to www.alsangels.org. Okay. Um, and there's all kinds of information there about our events, how to volunteer. And we want people, you know, people say, well, is my kids, are my kids too young to, to volunteer? If your kid can walk, they can volunteer. That's, that's, that's the only requirement. And we want more young kids because that's what we're trying to do, right? You're trying to set a legacy for your own children, yep. my children, my grandchildren Absolutely. now. You go, hey, you know what? I mean, I, have, I had a bunch of kids from Fairfield last Saturday walk in with a cup like that filled with money. Out of the blue, and the kids said to me, oh, "We did a, a lemonade." The kids, they can, you know, they're this tall. We we did a lemonade, lemonade stand in front of our house, and, and you know, we made forty dollars, and we wanted to give it to Al's Angels. I mean, these kids are seven or eight that. years Good old. That. That's great. It's that. tremendous, right? Mm -hmm. So we give them free ice cream and you know, yeah. send them on their way. <laughs> this is all good. It's all good. good but that's that. the same thing. What's beautiful about Soggy Duck Sweets? And being part of this community and also in Westport is you get a lot of young families and you get a lot of young people and young kids and you have the ability I have the ability because I'm there all the time I have the ability to kind of impart wisdom or impart discipline which is something that's kind of lacking <laughs> um, but I mean I, I get to impart what I impart and you know COVID and all this other stuff with masks and everything that will come and go but but the message the message is going to be, well, yeah, we're doing dunk tanks. You sat in the, the dunk tank. Let me just tell, let me just tell you about the dunk tank. Yep. Because I haven't done something as gross as that since the military. Let me tell you that. Going in, I'm like, I can't even go 
one and you know they were hitting them at some point boom boom I'm like boom and boom i'm like this is gross uh i like i like i was ready to tap out but it was, <laughs> no, it was so you it were was, never gonna tell i know i wouldn't i would have sat there for for a day but it was look it was an amazing event, right? How much did you raise a lot? We raised over eight thousand dollars in two days, right? Because we got the third day got canceled, right? right? So the the hurricane that never came, yep. and so and you brought the, a lot of people. A lot of people wanted to head see you done. Yeah, well, and Alex too. They wanted did, to see no, her they, done. They, they, she did raise. Shout out to cousin Alex. She did. Uh, she got in the tank too. So and she stepped in that question. Actually, one wanted to go first. Yeah, well, you raised a lot of money. Right? Which and the people, to, Senator Tony Wang was there. Joe Pinasano, Captain Keith Roderick. Like it was. And let me tell you. Come get in the tank. Like, if you're talking, hey, I'm going to dunk him. If you want to show up next year, is my point. It's not as easy as it looks. They just <laughs> say, I'm getting in the tank, right? I'm getting dunked 35, 40 times. And Going up and down out of that wall. I'm like, oh, come on. You know, people are halfway in. They're throwing the thing. You're like, whoa, wait. Because when you're sitting there, you watch the beanbag. Yeah, you exactly, wait And you exactly. wait. You're like, anticipation. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's so anticipated. It's great. I can't wait till next year. Mm-hmm. We're going to raise 20 grand. We're going to help do it. Yeah. I, um, so do we have, you've got a, a toy drive coming up? We've got, we've got a, coming we, up, right? So we're going to start actually, uh, when all the kids go back to school, we have, since COVID started, we've actually had a food drive out in front of our store every Saturday for 55 weeks in a row, believe it or not. People really? at Fairfield have been incredible. They're okay. just bringing, you know. What time? All day long. All day so, long. Okay. So they, we filled three of our eight foot tables with every week for 55 weeks. Okay. We, you know, since we had a lot of things going on over the summer, we stopped into the summer and we'll pick it up again in, in September. That's something that goes to people who have been wiped out from COVID, don't have jobs. We, we have pantries that we deal with that we deliver them that food. But the real big stuff happens in November where we provide these holiday meals to cancer wards and clinics and such. Okay. That happens in November. And then the toy drive kicks off right at the end of November into like literally the week before Christmas, we finish okay. up there. Okay. And what's cool about it is now with you know uh, with online becoming such an incredibly big channel, we uh, we set up some, something through Amazon. There's a couple of other local uh, toy stores here uh, that we deal with as well, where people can go online, order the gift, the gift that gets delivered to us. We do the we have wrapping parties. It's really it's a lot of fun. It really okay. can be a lot of fun. Oh, that's, well, we're super excited. We're in. Yeah, yeah. I it's cool. I know our team. Our team's going to be getting involved. Yeah, I just want to get express my appreciation for what you guys have done and what you continue to no do. Sweat. Seriously, I mean, we're excited. It is. It is. We say no sweat. I mean, seriously, it's there's not a lot of people that have done what you've done. Very few. Well, that's but, a that's a we, that's a bad we, thing for the people who need it. Yeah, right? but you know, we appreciate. it. Just want to make sure you always know and the people that are supporters of you, you that you go the extra mile. And I'm like I said before. I say to all my folks, like whatever we can do to help you in terms of what your what your own business is, you as a consumer have a choice to frequent and to shop and then to engage with businesses who have demonstrated, not given lip service, yeah. who have demonstrated that they believe in the community, want to give back to the community, help those in need. Total Mortgage, Yellow Brick Realty, phenomenal partner in giving back and doing more than giving lip service. Thank so those are the kind of people that we're going to associate with and we want to associate with. And we should have our angel group, which is close to 8,000 people now, which is phenomenal. So out of, from a garage to that, we, we believe you guys should support it and support those. Hopefully, those hopefully people listening are going to support 
Come definitely come check out Saga Tuck Suites if you haven't. And yet. Check out Yellowbrook Realty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come check us. Come check us all. We're right downtown Fairfield. And look, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on. This is this thank is you good. very much. I appreciate it. We're gonna uh, we're gonna take a picture of the picture of our check too. And we're gonna post it. So. Awesome. Cool. So, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it.